0: Hi everybody, and welcome to Locked On Brewers. They did it again. Three-game sweep in Seattle, 7-3 West Coast road trip. They come home for a huge homestand. Uh, come from behind win in Seattle on Wednesday afternoon, cap things off. We're going to get to all of that, how well they're playing, and who really is the best offensive player for the Milwaukee Brewers. All that more coming up on this edition of Locked On Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers. Your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And hey, welcome to Locked On Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Been covering the Brewers for AP Radio for well over 40 years, WIBA Radio in Madison. I'm the morning sports anchor. You've heard me do sports talk shows in the Milwaukee and Green Bay area for a number of years. And I am the proud host of Lockdown Brewers. We are for you every day. We are your team every day here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Lockdown Brewers, we cover every game right here, give you all the Brewers news, analysis, and everything that you need to know about your 14 and five Milwaukee Brewers. It is great to have you aboard. Follow me along on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Also uh, on uh, YouTube, there's a place where you can write your comments as well. Follow us, subscribe on YouTube, and hit that little bell there. That's going to alert you every time we drop episodes on the video version of this. So if you want to watch it on YouTube, you want to listen to it on the podcast and the way to work or wherever, 30 minutes each day, during the week, we are right here talking Brewer Baseball with you on Locked On Brewers. All right. And I appreciate everybody out there making Locked Brewers your first listen to every day. And it shows. I love getting up in the morning and seeing all the uh, hundreds of people Already at four, three or four o'clock in the morning, who've already downloaded the uh, the podcast for today, and that makes me really feel good. And what makes me feel really good is the way this team is playing. Now I know on Wednesday when I saw the lineup, saw Telez out, yellage out, and I was like, all right, for the first time this year, good old Craig is uh, throwing out his Sunday lineup. Now, final game of the road trip, he's had a few injuries. Lost his center fielder the night before. Ah, gonna, gonna cut his losses and uh, you know see what happens with Eric Lauer on the hill. Yeah, I didn't really expect him to win this game because those when the Brewers throw out their Sunday lineup, and I want to say Ned Yost invented the Sunday lineup from a few years ago when he'd have counts in the three hole um, on those Sunday lineups. But my gosh. This team did not settle for a loss. They rallied, they were down 2-0, scored five runs in the seventh inning, came back and win the game 5-3. But the credit of this game belongs to Eric Lauer, the starting pitcher. His best start as a Brewer. He went 7-3, 93 pitches, four hits. If not for that effort by Lauer, Brewers do not win that game. The only blemish he gave up an early home run to Julio Rodriguez, no shame there, but he bared down after that, kept his team in the game, and these are games where the Brewers would have lost in the past, where they would have said, okay, we're done, down 2-0, and they they go on and lose the game 2-0. But the Brewers, again, surprised me with that five-run seventh inning. Now well, they put a couple of ducks upon on the board there in the seventh. Luke Voigt, an RBI single. And then Bryce Terang, a two-run single, puts them ahead 3-2. They tack on two more in the inning. And even to close out this game, the Brewers did not have their preferred closer. Uh, Devin Williams was not available. He pitched the day before, and they had him up the, the night before that uh, on Monday through all those pitches, 30-some-odd pitches on Sunday. So they were not going to use Devin in this game. So... Matt Bush, it was his turn to close the game out. And, yeah, I'm, I'm scared to death every time Bush goes out on the hill. And he gave up the home run last Thursday, uh, the tie, the tying home run in that game last Thursday. Uh, and, and since then, he's been pretty good. Scoreless inning Tuesday night uh, and then comes out for the ninth inning here, allows a run but gets the final outs and preserves the win. Matt Bush, again, when he's on the hill, you have to, you're you're nervous. And he can't say you're not because he's got a penchant for giving up the home run ball. We know that. Um, But he was, he did his job. Streslecki struck out Rodriguez there in the eighth inning. He did his job. We're using Strzelecki an awful lot, I feel, this year. And he's coming up. I just don't want to pile up too too many innings on him. He's kind of like the modern day version of Chuck Krim. Some of you old Sioux guys out there remember the old Chuck Krim, number 32, setup guy for Plesack back in the day? Seemed like It seemed like he was out there every day pitching. And I feel like Strzelecki is uh, doing the same thing. He's bouncing back inning after inning, going out there and giving them a performance. So the Brewers hang on. And win the game 5-3. Council said after the game, the bullpen is tired. Yeah, the bullpen is tired. So a day and a half here to rest with the Boston, Celt- uh, the Boston Celtics. The Boston Red. My mind was on the NBA for a little bit after the Celtics watching that game last night. Uh, them going up 2-0 in their series. The Boston Red Sox are in town for our first of a three-game set. Um, beginning on Friday, a little interleague play uh, at the... Miller Park, a 7-3 road trip. The Brewers haven't had too many 7-3 uh, West Coast road trips. Uh, just a handful in their history out on the West Coast. But this was great. This is like the fifth or sixth one. So fantastic. They won six of their final seven games on that trip after dropping two or three in Arizona a week ago. Uh, they lost uh, that their second game on the road trip, and since last Wednesday and we're taping this on Wednesday night they have lost just one game on a West Coast road trip not bad no days off on this west coast West coast trip as well and they're coming home Thursday's a day off and they start a nice beautiful home stand seems like they've been gone away forever but 14 and five amazing 14 and five at this point of the season never saw this happening now if you'd have told me the St Louis Cardinals would have been off to a 14 and 5 start, I would have been. I I could kind of see that, but instead, it's the Brewers who are bolting in front of everybody. And you could say it's only April. Yeah, it is only April. And I know last year they got off to a 32 and 18 start, their best start in franchise history. And where did it get them? But still, I'd rather be 14 and five than five and 14 at this point. Huge, huge. Keep on stacking up wins in April. Keep on rolling. And let's see them continue here on this homestand. One player after another is going down on this team. One player, one injury after another. Yet here we are. The Brewers, still one of the best records in Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about Garrett Mitchell. We'll talk about the Sunday lineup and what they did today. And uh, a few other things, including who is the best player in this lineup? A few years ago, you might have said Christian Yelich, but is he? We'll get to that here in just a moment or two. on Brewers, I'm Chuck Freeman. Great to have you along. And it's brought to you in part by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories? Then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar, you got to try this, Built Bar. If you're like me, you want some healthier snack choices. I take one before I go out and make a little run. I'm trying to lose some weight here, and it's an energy bar. It's going to get you going. You don't want to compromise on taste either. You don't want to taste something, and it's like, ugh. Uh, Built Bar is not that. Built Bar and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, very delicious. I don't know how they make it taste so tasty because, you know, things that are healthy for you aren't supposed to taste that good. I've had other energy bars, and they're not as good as this one. Dark chocolate, 100% Dark chocolate. They come in unbelievable, unbelievable flavors. Um, covered in 100% dark chocolate. The cookies and cream, the peanut butter brownie is my thing. I love peanut butter, and the peanut butter brownie built bar is for you. Only 130 calories. Four grams of sugar, a whopping 17 grams in protein. Now you don't need to have them delivered to you. You can at Built.com, but you can go to your local Walmart or your Sam's Club, and you can find out for yourself just how good they are. Grab a box today, go to the pharmacy section, and there they are. You can still get your delicious flavors, by the way, at Built.com. But go to Sam's Club, buy a 13-bar box like I did, and hit all the flavors. Brownie Batter Puff is my favorite player Try the Churro Puff as well. You can thank me later. Built.com, the Built Bar. All right, Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. I'm going to take a quick drink here. I'm on the tail end of being sick, I'd say, for the last week or so. It's been going around. My voice is starting to get a little better, and I'm feeling good. And uh, that's a good thing. Looking forward to being at the homestand coming up here this weekend. All right, let's see who did what in the lineup today for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, As the Brewers ended up getting the win, I was talking about the old Sunday lineup. You don't expect much of the Sunday lineup, but here today, Mike Brasso led off. He went 0-3 for with two Ks. Rowdy Slez pinch hit, got a big base hit, drove in two runs uh, in that seventh inning. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Blake Perkins saw his first major league game. Got some action out in center field as well. Did not get a plate appearance. Willie Adamas went 0 for 3. William Contreras, 1 for 4. Jesse Winker uh, played DH again today. Again, he's still coming back from that sickness. Uh, Jesse is 1 for 4. Brian Anderson went 1 for 4. 2 Ks. Luke Voigt, big bases loaded single. Big base hit uh, in that uh, toward the bottom of the order he batted. Went 1 for 4. 2 Ks. But... You know, again, earlier in the season, Luke looked like he couldn't get out of his own way, but was pretty strong there in the seventh inning clutch. And he's going to get that home run bat going. Let's see here on this homestand. Homestand, let's see if he can play a little ricochet off the, uh, off the, the, that stadium club out there. I forgot what it's called now with the golf up there. I forgot what it is, what they named it. And, uh, you know, maybe Bernie Chalet out there or, You know, a little pepper off the center field scoreboard. Luke Voigt, I got a feeling he's going to get that home run bat going at home here. Uh, Owen Miller played in the outfield. One for four. There's still some mistakes he makes there in the outfield. And I get it. You know, he's one of those guys who's being moved all around the team. And I was telling you how much I love having him on the team. And he's an important part as a utility guy on this team. Uh, Joey Weimer. Got that batting average over 200 today. Two for two. For Joey, Christian Yelich did pinch hit, did not start, went 0 for 2, struck out there in the seventh inning. Was hoping yelly would come through right there. Uh, he's batting 234. Bryce Terang, the go-ahead two-run single in the seventh. That was his only hit, uh, but drove in two big runs. He went one for four today. Pitching lines, Eric Lauer, seven and two-thirds. How great was he? Four hits, two runs, the home run he gave up to Rodriguez. Uh, one walk, four strikeouts on 93 pitches. Peter Strzlecki, well, it wasn't great for Peter today. Two thirds of an inning, three hits, but he struck out Rodriguez there in the, in the eighth inning. Matt Bush came on, two thirds of an inning, eight, uh, seven pitches, and Bush got the save. Got the save with Devin Williams was on the shelf. So that's the way the lineup looked today. And uh, you a day off, a much needed day off on Thursday. And uh, they get back at it with Boston coming up. By the way, thanks for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen to every day. I'm Chuck Freeman. Appreciate it. You everydayers out there. And I, when I say an everydayer, those of you who watch your show, listen to us on the podcast, tweet me, follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman. And I enjoy conversing and seeing your tweets uh, during and after games. So continue on. We're picking up some steam on this show, and I love it. All right, I was taking my kid home from hockey practice tonight after the game and we're talking about the Brewers and he said, dad, who's the best player? Who's the best player on the Brewers? I said, well, Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. And he said, no on offense. I said, that's a good question. That's a good question because in past years, you'd say, okay, Christian Yelich, you he's the most dangerous hitter, but who would be the best, the best hitter on the Brewers? Um, it was, A really good question, and I'm going to go to Twitter right now to see what some of y'all had to say. So I put that out there for Twitter. Got good response. David says, middle infield for me, but the whole team is just so rounded this year. That's that's right, because it's just tough to pick out one guy on this team. Brian Anderson, so far, has been a terrific uh, pickup. Let's let it marinate, obviously, but you can move that guy all over the place, and he's gonna be rock solid at third base. We saw his arm the other night in right field. Just so good. Jay Zilla says, gotta give it to Adamas. But Rowdy and Anderson aren't far off. Would be great to see one of the young guys develop into that conversation this year. I don't expect one of the young guys to be the one of the best hitters on this team, just that they do their parts from time to time. But you want the veterans. The veterans, if this team is gonna go far and continue winning, I don't expect them to continue to win. Uh, 14 of their 19 games, but if you want them to keep on winning, you got to have production for the young guy. I know Weimer has dipped off a little bit. Uh, Terang had the big base hit today, but you know there's it, it takes the whole team. As Craig said many years ago, it takes everybody in that 40 man roster. There's going to be guys who come up here and pitch this year that you're not going to expect to see later on in the season. And there's going to be guys who are going to say, wow, I remember when that guy was up here early in the year. It takes a 40-man roster. You saw how it worked in 2018 with that 40-man. Who is the best player on offense for the Brewers? Uh, Brandon says, right now I say Brian Anderson, Jesse Winker, when healthy, is a close second. Adam says, that's like ask, asking who the best buck is tonight. And the bucks, when we're recording this, are uh, blowing out the Miami Heat. Nick says Terang is 1A, Adamus 1B, BA is 1C. I wouldn't put Terang, the best hitter on this team. Defensively, he might be the best defender. Boy, defensively, I love watching them flash to leather. Not only him, this whole team. Speed, outfield, covers a lot of ground, all these guys. Arms. I love it defensively, uh, how, how good they are. It's hard to pick out who the best. Well, I'd say... Tarang is probably the best defender. Man, you'd be a hard pick, though, because he's just a plus-plus second baseman. Sal says Rowdy. Well, Rowdy's the best home run threat. And he's been coming, he came up with a big two-run single today, too. So, um, But Rowdy, you're, you're, you're never going to compare him to Rod Carew or Wade Boggs. But he's taken it oppo a little bit more this year as far as dropping base hits left field. I don't know if that's by design or something that's just happening. Spencer says, Adamas, but I'm not sure if there's one that stands out. I think they're all just consistent contributors, and that's what exactly what it is. That's that's why it's such a tough question. Who's the best player on offense of this team? So far, nobody has said Yelich. Uh, Sang Wugot says, Adamas. All right. I put a tweet out there for the Sunday lineup. How about those Brewers? I said, not even Council's Sunday lineup can get in their way. Pat Lloyd says, pushing the right buttons. Pop Rock says, pushing some solid, uh, playing some solid baseball. Keep wondering, are we going to look at another fast start and a slow finish? And I think you're right on that, Pop Rock. Uh, I know a lot of you are apprehensive out there to jump all in on the Brewers, and I get it. I, I totally am. I'm totally with you on that because you, know, you don't know. We've been... Just last year, as I mentioned, 32 and 18. We've seen 20 and 3 starts. We've seen great starts of uh, of 2007 and other years, terrific starts, and then a fade to the finish. But again, I'll take 14 and 5 over 5 and 14. Rob Gatsky says, Hey, now, if Bush can start to be consistent like he did last night, I'm cool with that. Looked electric. Yes, I, I agree. Um, I agree, Rob. Bush's last two outings has looked really, really good. He gave up that two run home run to Grisham last Thursday. I broke my first bobblehead, my only bobblehead of the season. And it was Giannis' bobblehead because it was the closest thing that was near me. But yeah, Bush, last two games, the Brewers have had to count on a guy that who is not your preferred start or preferred closer out of the bullpen. You would rather not have to close out with Bush and he got the job done yesterday Bryce Wilson you're sitting on the edge of your seat while he's trying to perform some magic out there and he did it over two innings dog father says i think they did it their way they won didn't they uh let's see all right that's pretty much it on um, the tweets so when i asked When my 11-year-old asked me who the best player on the team is, I mean, we've got a ton of answers, and that's a good thing, I guess. Nobody did say Yelich, who, whether you like it or not, still is a threat from that leadoff spot. I know we've been up and down with Yelich. We're going to continue to be that way all season long, but he's still a threat in that leadoff spot sometimes. Uh, What else happened? Oh, news on Corbin Burns. Good news on Corbin Burns. Burns, uh, his throwing session went well on Wednesday, according to Craig Council, and he will not miss his next start in the rotation, which is scheduled for Sunday against the Red Sox. Now, I thought for sure the Brewers would give him Sunday off, and they still might. But right now, Council says all systems are go, basically, and that Burns is going to pitch on Sunday. Really good news. Really good news. The fact that he worked through his throwing session today and was able to get out there and play some catch. Very, very good. And that was the news on Corbin Burns today. Now the news on Garrett Mitchell. 10-day injured list. Uh, Shoulder. a a Partial dislocation. And he's been so good. Dislocated the night before, made the throw in center field on Tuesday, came up hurting. So we don't know how long he's going to be out. So they put him on the 10-day injury list. They don't know yet. The Brewers honestly don't have a affirmative answer on how long Mitchell's going to be out. But he's going to have 10 days to get that shoulder, that shoulder working in the right direction. He's going to see the team doctor uh, when he returns to Milwaukee. So that's the latest on Garrett Mitchell. Bad news on Mitchell. Well, the bad news is that there's no good news. And with Burns throwing on the sideline, that is really good news out of Corbin Burns. All right. Today's show brought to you in part by eBay Motors, for a championship uh, team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part you need fits just right. The first time around, just add your ride to My Garage, look for the green check, And know that that part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop eBay Motors with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring homo in when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Chuck Freeman here. On lockdown, Brewers. We appreciate uh, all the everydayers out there that you've been tuning in, watching us on the video, following us on Twitter. I got to take a quick break uh, and you have something to drink here. Not a break, but a a quick drink break. I thought my voice was kind of going away, but here we are. Brewers heading into a, a big home stand with Boston, Detroit next week, including one of my favorite a, a Sunday, a Wednesday afternoon game next week. And then they finish off the homestand with the Angels, with Mike Trout and Shohei. I'm expecting big crowds this weekend. Looking forward to it. And, of course, on Saturday night, as we told you about the news, the gates will be open two hours earlier for the giveaway. It's uh, Yelich Tumbler night on Saturday. So, and like I said, I hope they start working towards having Sunday Sunday, uh, games open up two hours before game time. Uh, But the pitching matchups for Friday – Nick Pavetta goes for Boston. Willie Peralta, who struggled in his last outing, he's on the hill for Milwaukee. Saturday, Garrett Whitlock goes for the Red Sox. Wade Miley coming off his strong start. He's on the hill on Saturday night. And then Sunday, Corbin is scheduled to pitch against Brian Bello for the Red Sox. Looking forward to Sunday's game. Sunday, I love the midweight games, but Sunday afternoons, being out at AmFam Field is my favorite place to go. Got the club seating for the game on Sunday. That's my favorite place, the club seating at Amfam Section 300. If you see me at the ballpark, love to talk to you. Looking forward to seeing you. Saw a lot of the great fans that first home stand, and like I said, that home, first home stand seems like it's been an eternity ago. But yeah, club seating going to go there, and then I'll be covering several of those games the following week, being out there and probably doing uh, lockdown Brewers from out there. So here we are, fourteen and five. and That one was not headed in the right direction, to be honest with you. 2-0 headed in the seventh inning. (sighs) The pessimistic Brewer fan in me says they were not going to win that game, but they did. They pulled it out. They score five runs in the seventh inning. Bullpen holds in. Matt Bush gets the save. Eric Lauer was great. His best performance as a major leaguer, and we will take that every time. They need a much-needed rest on on Thursday, uh, and then we'll get back at it Friday. The weekend videos, we're going to try to do a little preview on the Red Sox for your Thursday Lockdown Brewers uh, for Friday's dropage. So uh, stay tuned for that. Appreciate everybody tuning into the show. That's going to do it for the show show today. I'm Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Network. We are your team every day. Keep plunging ahead. Let's keep enjoying this Bucks and Brewers season. The Bucs look like they turned things around on Wednesday night, and the Milwaukee Brewers and our great city of Milwaukee are giving us reasons to go to the ballpark here in the spring with the cold temperatures this weekend. Expect the roof to be closed, but, yeah, got to love it. Chance to go double digits over the 500 mark with a win on Friday. We'll talk to everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network.